Welcome to Words of Restoration with the Anointed One. I pray that these words will bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Saints of God, today's topic is Refuse to be Discouraged. Child of God, discouragement is probably the greatest attack of Satan on the life of a Christian. He uses discouragement to his advantage because it's extremely powerful. Discouragement can cause people to quit on something that God has told them to do. It can cause people to be sick. Discouragement can lead to sin. Discouragement can lead to backsliding. And there are people who have decided because of discouragement not to go to church anymore or even to pray or worship. Discouragement can lead to bad decision making and many more things. And the dictionary definition of discouragement or to be discouraged is to lose confidence or enthusiasm. And so when you've lost confidence or enthusiasm for anything that you were doing, you discover that your interest in that thing will diminish. Hallelujah. And so if it is in prayer, if it is in your worship, once you are discouraged, you stop worshiping and you stop praying. Child of God, sometimes in life we come across issues, people, circumstances, obstacles or challenges that appear insurmountable. These challenges come to question our loyalty to God, our loyalty to family and even loved ones. An example of this is in the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verse 2 to 3. Here, the people of Israel were rejoicing and jubilating because they had just been set free from the land of Egypt, a place where they suffered. And in their journey out of Egypt, they came across the Red Sea. They became frightened and wanted to turn back and go back to Egypt, even though Egypt was a place of suffering. And that is true for many of us in that once we experience difficulties, we are discouraged. And in the process, we make irrational and bad decisions. And so Exodus chapter 16 verse 3 to 2 says, And there in the desert, they all grumbled against Moses and Aaron. And in verse 3, they said, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt. Now, they are wishing that they were dead in the land of Egypt simply because they encountered the Red Sea. But a fortnight ago, they were rejoicing and dancing because they had just been set free from Egypt. And so, so quickly, they have forgotten who brought them out of Egypt. Hallelujah. And so you find that many of us, once we hit the roadblock, once we hit what we see as impossible, we tend to forget the goodness of God in our lives. And then what we'll do next is to start grumbling, crying, and looking for pity from people around simply because we are facing or we are facing a new obstacle. But now we've forgotten the God that saved us from the previous one. Child of God, remember you are not alone. Since you became born again, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit was released to live in you forever. And not just forever, forevermore. The book of John chapter 14 verse 16 to 18. See what he says. He says, I will pray the Father 
and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Oh, I love verse 18. Verse 18 is simply beautiful. And this is Jesus promising you and I. In verse 18, Jesus says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And so, child of God, you've got to know that the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus Unlimited, lives in you. So, if he lives in you, you are never alone. So, why are you discouraged? See what the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. And so what is this expected end? This expected end is your expectation. Because the Bible says, thy expectation shall not be cut short. So this is not the Lord's expectation, but your expectation. And so the Lord says in the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I will give you your expectation. So why are you discouraged? Deuteronomy 31 verse 7 to 8 says, And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage, for thou must go with these people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is he that doeth go before thee, and he will be with thee. He will not let thee fail, neither forsake thee. Fear not, this is Moses charging Joshua, fear not, neither be dismayed. Now, you must understand why Moses said to Joshua, fear not, do not be dismayed. Because this was a very stressful time for Joshua. It was clear that Moses was about to die. And now the responsibility of leading the people of Israel into the promised land had been placed on him. Child of God, you will know that the people of Israel of old were a tough crowd. They were only happy for a moment and would complain and regret and curse the next minute if they don't get what they want. Hallelujah. They never seemed to remember the goodness of God in the past over their lives. They only lived for the moment. And so these are the type of people or these people were the ones that have been entrusted to Joshua. And this was enough for Joshua to be discouraged. Hence, Moses encouraged him and said, do not be discouraged despite the failings and the bad habit of the people, I am entrusting the leadership of these people to you. Why? Because it is not by power, nor by might would you succeed, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Remember that today, child of God. You know, sometimes Satan can use people, people we trust to discourage us. But always remember that you will be the loser, that you will be the loser Another person who caused you or who pushed you to be discouraged. And so if a person that you trust disappoints you, do not be discouraged. Remember, your expectation is not on them. Your expectation is on the Lord. Hallelujah. So do not be discouraged, child of God. Sometimes it's discouragement in relationship. Because you have not been lucky to find the right person. 
Or you may have found the right person, but they have lived below standards. They have disappointed you. Do not be discouraged from looking for or still expecting to get a new partner. Time and time again, you meet the wrong kind of people. Child of God, don't give up. Your true partner is out there. And sometimes it's not just with partnership or husband or wife, but it's getting the right job. You've tried, you never seem to get the right job. Sometimes it's business. Your business may not be working or you're struggling to start the business. Or sometimes it's your exams. You never seem to pass. You never seem to make the grade and you're not producing the right results. Sometimes it's your finances. You can't afford to buy a house or even to pay your rent or buy a car or your academics. Or it might not even be any of that. It might just be you trying to get pregnant. But no success yet, despite your best efforts. Now it's time to let go of the worrying, child of God. It's time to let go of worrying. Let go of thinking. Let go of anxiety. Let go of frustration. And let God take over. Because you see, when anxiety dwells, you are beginning to go down the road of discouragement. It's time to let them go and let God take over. And someone may say, Pastor, I don't know how to let go. I have to fight for everything. Things don't work for me as well as it works for others. That's why I keep fighting. I don't know how to let go. That's why I keep getting involved. And I struggle to let go. See what the Lord says in the book of Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9. It says, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And this means, it's your job to plan, but it's God that accomplishes your plan. He says he will direct your steps, which means it's impossible for you to succeed in this life without coming into partnership with the Lord. Saints of God, don't get me wrong. I'm not asking you to be lazy or stop trying and then hand everything over to God. But what I'm saying is you'll have to learn to let go and let God, especially when you notice that your peace and soundness of mind is now being affected. Now, when you get to the point where your peace and soundness of mind is being affected, it's time for you to let go and let God. To let go would have for to let go, you have to learn to totally trust Jesus Christ. You see, you must learn in your life to see Jesus as a partner in progress. So in the fulfillment of your life, you must learn to see Jesus as a partner. And so why should you see Jesus as a partner? Whereas you have the physical and human strength to get involved or try to finish a project, Jesus has the spiritual strength to complement you and help you finish the project. That's why the Bible says you make the plan, Jesus does the finishing, he does the directing. Hallelujah. And you must understand that in any partnership, the partners must learn to trust each other. The Lord trusts you, but do you trust the Lord to help you finish? You see, sometimes your plans may hit a roadblock and you can't seem to work out your next move or even find help. Always remember that your life is not your own. 
and that it belongs to God. So always go to God in prayer, remembering that Jesus is a partner in progress in your life. And one of the ways to beat discouragement is to believe the word of God, as well as the words of your prayer. You see, Christians often struggle to believe their prayer and that they will receive the answers. And so many of us quote the Bible and we talk about the word of God all the time. But when we pray, the question is, do you believe the words you have spoken? You see, because if you don't believe what you have said in prayer, why do you want God to believe you? Saints of God reject discouragement. Keep pushing on. I tell you, you are doing a great job. However small the success is, or even if you have not been successful yet, keep pushing. God is about to crown your effort with glory. Hallelujah. You must understand that the issue and challenges you face are peculiar to you. They are not greater than you, nor neither are they smaller than you. You may ask me, what does this mean? What I'm trying to say to you is the issues and the challenges you face are suited to you. Why? Because you have been given strength and abilities to solve that issue. God has deposited his abilities in you the day you were born. And so all the issues you will go through in life, they are suited to you. How do I know this? See what the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says. It says, there are no temptation. I'm reading from the book of 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. It says, there are no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not let you suffer or make you suffer or be tempted above that you are able to bear. Hallelujah. He says, God will not let you suffer more than what you can bear. But with the temptation, also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So which means everything Satan throws at you, you are equal to it. No wonder in the book of Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 7, the Bible says that Tobias and Sambalat came and tried to frustrate Nehemiah. But Nehemiah was resilient. He refused. He refused. Nehemiah fought back. Hallelujah. Nehemiah refused to let them have him for breakfast. Nehemiah refused for Tobias and Sambalat to succeed, to discourage him from the work that he was doing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See what Nehemiah says. Now, when Tobias and Sambalat had fought Nehemiah in the book of Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 7. In verse 4, see what Nehemiah said in prayer. He said, hear our God, we are despised. Hear, O Lord, we are despised. Turn their reproach upon their head and give them for a prey in the land of captivity. Nehemiah prayed to God and prayed against them. Hallelujah. Rather than give up, Nehemiah fought back. Child of God, get up. It's time to try again. This time, the Lord will crown your efforts with glory. Don't give up. You are almost there. Almost there. 
Help has come. The Lord is on your side. You can't lose because what your hands have started, your hands will finish. Remember that. Hallelujah. Please pray after me. Heavenly Father, I don't know what to do to make these plans or events in my life work. But I trust you. Father, I ask for and receive wisdom for insight and direction. Open my eyes and my heart to understand and send me help that will glorify your name in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Child of God, never, never forget you are God's finest creation. You are special and he loves you. Go ahead. Try again. This time you will succeed. Do not be discouraged. Hallelujah. God bless you. To support this podcast and our ministry so that you can help us to continue to reach people around the world, please click on the link in the description. And until I come your way again, keep living in an atmosphere of restoration. God bless you.